You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. We live. We're not supposed to go through these days yet until we get to right after the draft and before summer league starts, but these are tough times to try to find NBA content. We're an NBA podcast, we're Locked On Hornets, and it seems like even today here in Charlotte, where there is going to be a Charlotte Hornets game taking place tonight, we can't find much content at all. I mean, we're going to talk to you about the Hornets and the Wizards, and we'll do a pregame preview, or we'll do a game preview, and and all that good stuff. But just looking elsewhere, any kind of content whatsoever in the association, we've still got Doug, who just decided to start the show, but he's still trying to look for stuff in segment three for us to talk about. That's I'm not looking, Charlotte man. Hornets. I'm There's looking. ACC tournament is dominating pretty much all of the sporting headlines with Zion returning and having a monster game against Syracuse last night. NFL free agency continues to steal every headline there is. The NBA, even though this is peak NBA season, right? Like maybe you've got free agency in the NBA, which is always a big deal. The deadline is fantastic, but we are in the race for some seeding in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. And yet ACC tournament, pretty much more than any other conference tournament out there because of Zion, because you've got North Carolina and Duke tonight. Also, you do have a lot of NFL free agency news bouncing around back and forth. The NBA is taking a back seat at a time where usually the NBA is at least towards somewhere up at the top. I know I defended this yesterday, but I believe we are at the natural peanut butter stage of the NBA schedule. <laughs> I, I believe we are at the natural. We, we got to. It's all. Up, it, yeah. We got to look. We got to. We, we got to just handle it with care, and then we're going to put it on a nice little peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And right now, Doug just wants to throw it all away. He he saw the no, NBA. He threw it away. Yeah, the NBA content. It's very oily, and Doug wants to throw it away, and he doesn't want to put any part of that on a sandwich that he's about to eat. Are you finding anything, Doug? Is there any content that you're coming across at all that's interesting whatsoever? I got Seku Smith. He's put together his latest Kia MVP ladder. He's using the word <laughs> all right. He's using the word aberrant Seku. in his headline. I don't know. I just come back to me. All right. Well, we do. We do have at least the game tonight that the Charlotte Hornets will play. Oh, they're playing against the. Yeah, they do. Believe it or not, they do. And it's actually a must-win for them against the Washington Wizards, as every single one is. The Hornets do lead the season series two to one against the Wizards. And when the teams played last Friday in Charlotte, they were at the Spectrum Center. Marvin Williams had seven three-pointers in that game, mm-hmm. scored thirty points. It was a season high. And I remember again, I, I mentioned this post-game interview with Ashley Shamity, he said, God, I, it must have been 10 years since I scored 30 last. And he was about right. It was about eight years ago, the last time that he ever scored 30 points in a game. So he had a monster game against the Wizards. He also had that foul at the end against Bobby Portis that was not called. And again, we don't care. Yeah, no, we no, are not no, going to apologize for no, that. No, you never apologize for wins. You never apologize for those lovely <laughs> win morsels of wins, especially wins within three points because lord knows that stat likes to get beat over the head of every charlotte hornet fan and every charlotte hornet media member that's sick and tired of hearing about that stat for the last three years yeah not as going crazy i'll try to stop fire friday it is fire friday turn up the sirens Smoke is coming out of our house right now here at the getemer.com studios oh i got a whole lot of napalm today now we've got 
the Wizards game, which is the only victory that they've had in the last five games. It was a loss against Portland and Miami. They win against Washington, and since then they've lost on the road to the Bucks and on the road to the Rockets when every single player pretty much on this roster was hurt. It does look like Cody Zeller is doubtful, so I wouldn't expect him to play tonight. MKG, it seems like, is day-to-day, so he's up in the I'm air right now. I'm not sure right it now. matters with the way the rotation is going. Probably not. Uh, if When the rotation has been fully healthy – uh, you have seen MKG get back a little bit after some DNP CDs, but Borrego's been going with Dwayne Bacon, and we talked about his development in the G League last show. We did that yesterday, Nada, and Borrego did say of Dwayne Bacon, he provides us more consistency on the defensive end. He shows flashes of being able to score and get to the rim. I've been impressed with what he's done, and I think the past couple of games that you've seen from him, I think you do like what you've gotten from the second round pick. I, I think the biggest thing that Borrego didn't even talk about there was his playmaking ability, his ability to hit those cross-court passes for those wide-open threes or those hockey assists that Kemba Walker has been known or famous for because I believe Kemba Walker is either second or third in the league in hockey assists. But it's those type of passes, those kind of cuts that open up the offense a little bit more for a second unit that has struggled to score at times. And we'll see if Dwayne Bacon is somebody that can step up once again. He did have 13 points just a couple of games ago. Not necessarily the big game, just last time out when they did play the the Houston Rockets, I believe, is when he did. No one looked good in that game. No, he didn't. No, so it was Dwayne Bacon that got 13 points against the Rockets. So the last three games, he has been getting some minutes. 35 against Houston, but that game's kind of throwaway because it was nice to see them fight. That That's something that's cool, that you got to see them try to come back. It wasn't the blowout that it looked like it was going to be in the first half it was still a game that there was no way in hell they were going to win both teams tried hard <laughs> that's right yes Nada, you're very that's very generous of you that's yes. not necessarily anything that i would expect to hear out of you i'm just quoting sheet here i'm just quoting sheet here frank kaminsky has been very good continues to be very good he had 15 points in this last game out that they played against the houston rockets and the last six games Nada, frank your boy he has been very solid and i think you can expect him again to be in the rotation against the washington wizards i don't know why you would take him out at this point with the way he's been playing well you know what i am glad frank is out here proving that he's not a bum not a bust not absolutely putrid do i need to stop you again before you get to okay i am going to stop yep thank you that's it yep we are going to start uh we're going to stop you right now we're going to start with something different now the washington wizards when you look at what they've done they are winners of two straight they beat sacramento they beat orlando which was a gift to the charlotte hornets Mm -hmm. wizards have only had two three-game winning streaks this season and that was both in 2018 both before january 1st of this season so it's been a while but they are trying to get it against the charlotte hornets tonight and the hornets of course are losing of two straight one team coming in somewhat hot just two games some one team in charlotte coming in where they do desperately need a win to try to continue at least with a shot to get in the postseason you know what this game is going to be this game is going to be like you're dating a woman and you happen to like you don't know where you're necessarily going is this going to flame out in just some massive way or is there going to be a sign that hey she might like you you guys might go to the playoffs That's what this Hornets team is facing right now. Do they really love us, or are they going to friend zone us and put us back in the lottery zone? Did you say flame out? (laughs) 
I didn't expect that. That That's probably a good analogy. This is going to be a game where we're going to see, and you look at the Hornets, we all know about the schedule. It's been very tough. It has gotten easier since they've gotten past a couple of games here, since they got rid of, of a Houston, both Houston games now are on the on the, on the the back burner. You've, got, you've taken care of both of those. You haven't won those, but they're at least not, uh, you don't have any more games against the Houston Rockets anymore. You have Washington and you have Miami, and both of those seem like two of the more winnable games that you have for the rest, really, of the month of March. Yeah, you might. Like, with Miami, that might not be a game you want to watch in front of children, especially after the last one was god-awful. Miami seems like the team out of Charlotte, Orlando, and those three teams. It does seem like Miami might be that team that you would that feel most comfortable. nobody wants to see in the playoffs? Yes. Well, in terms of watch on TV? That's the, not, spo, that's the spo factor, right? Yeah, well, no. I'm, when I say nobody wants to see... That I mean, like oh. nobody actually wants. To see <laughs> you mean Miami. the viewers don't want to see yes. Miami? Would you rather see Miami or one of these other teams? You'd probably rather watch Kimba Walker. Uh, trying to think of this from an objective standpoint, if I was a fan just of the NBA in general and I didn't have any dog in the fight, I think I would rather watch Kimba Walker than anybody for Miami. Maybe I'd want to see Dwayne Wade on the farewell no, tour. No, no, I don't want to see Father Time you catch up to Father Prime. <laughs> you don't want to see Orlando. I mean. That's not no no it. no that that <laughs> no, no. It, it's it's probably Kimba it's probably Kimba that you want to see and if you're a team you probably would rather like who's the best out of all those teams who would you rather see if you're a team if you're Milwaukee it doesn't even matter no exactly the only thing that viewers would probably want to see out of the three teams is Clorox and the- <laughs> I think Dwayne's hit more buzzer beaters this year. Yeah, Dwayne Wade has had, I mean, that one buzzer beater, that's a moment. That's a moment that we'll remember against the Golden State Warriors. That was a cool moment. But other than that, you're probably not getting a whole lot, just like we're not getting a whole lot from the NBA content. Number five on Sekou Smith's NBA MVP ladder. Are we doing this? The Joker. Are we climbing the ladder? All right. Nikola Jokic. Okay. I like it. Nikola Jokic in the top five. I want to keep climbing that ladder and see what else you got for us. Are the only you... ladder I recognize right now is the Mortal Kombat fighting ladder. <laughs> Are you in your car a lot, driving to work, driving the kids around? If you have a smart device in your car, and more and more of you do now, tell your smart device to play Locked on Hornets. Don't fumble around with your phone and Bluetooth. Just say, play Locked on Hornets and make drive time LOH time. We'll continue to climb the ladder. We will talk some Zion. Even we are not going to stay away from the Zion hype that is surrounding this city and basically all of America. Stick around with us here on Locked On Hornets. We're a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Hornets. 10, Al Jefferson. 9, Anthony Mason. 8, Gerald Wallach. 7, Baron Davis. 6, Del Curry. 5, Glenn Rice. 4, Muggsy Bogues. 3, Larry Johnson. 2, Alonzo Mourning. Nice. Number 1, top Charlotte Hornet of all time, Kimba Walker. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. The list Ow. is done. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Just continuing to look at some wizard stats. You know who's been absolutely out of his mind here recently? You mean besides Bobby Portis? Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker has been very good in this month. You look at his stats for the month of March. Really? 65% from the field and has scored at least 12 points or more in every single game. And 12 is the least. He's actually scored, besides that first game in March, he scored 15 or more. 
So maybe not out of his mind. It's not like he's putting up 20 every single game, but 65% on the lowest amount of field goal attempts that he's attempted that I see here in the month of March is nine. And he's been fantastic, shooting 43% from three. And Jabari Parker has been very good for the Washington Wizards since he's been over there. In the words of a former coach here, he scores 15. He probably gives up about 25. He might. But at that efficiency and that scoring, I feel like you have to ride with Jabari Parker for a little bit longer. He, he might he might end up giving the other score at least 20 points every now and then. But if you're that, I mean, hell, have him shoot more. Now, in this game, Jabari Parker against the Charlotte Hornets the last time out, he had 15 on 50% shooting. He only hit one three in that game. And remember, in that game, Bradley Beal didn't have it going. Bradley Beal was 4 of 21. He played 41 minutes in that game, but he only had 15. And this continues a trend that we've seen from Charlotte Hornets teams where you haven't seen the star necessarily explode in any of these games we can go back to Harden the first time out he wasn't efficient he really he, wasn't efficient in the second one either he wasn't he was not very good Chris Paul didn't kill you he kind of had a, a Chris Paul game he's starting to get healthy a little bit but he didn't explode for any kind of phenomenal game we can go back to Golden State where Kevin Durant and Steph Curry combined for 36 points you know 36 points is extremely capable from just one of them let alone both of them and so when you've seen the Hornets play against some of the best stars in the league you have seen them not have fantastic games but it's been other guys that have contributed and helped the other team get a victory in those scenarios all right i have a stat for you and this comes to us courtesy of nbc sports and chase hughes an article here that i'm stealing this from according to unpredictable.com the wizards lead the nba since parker and portis joined the rotation in Seconds per possession after turnovers at just 6.5 seconds. So they, after turning another team over, they are getting back down and scoring quickly. That's down from 8.6 seconds, which was 13th in the league. With Parker and Portis on the team, the Wizards average 1.3 points after turnovers compared to 1.17 previously. So Hornets better not turn the ball over. Yeah, it's not exactly like Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker scream speed either, so that's somewhat of a surprising stat to me. But Parker's, now hold on now, Parker is fast for his size. He's fast for his size. It doesn't mean he's fast though, right? Like, I don't don't see him being speedy though. He can beat, he can beat guys off the dribble. Who is he? All right, let's do a foot race. I'm drawing a line in the sand, and I'm putting Jabari Parker, and I'm putting how many Hornets up against Jabari Parker and in a race, let's say 100 meters, right? Who is Jabari Parker beating for the Charlotte Hornets? Is he probably is he beating Cody Zeller? Is that where, where do we start? Where do we start with him? With, his, now, now, with, with I, his size and speed, he can beat Frank Kaminsky to the. That's basket. not saying much. I I agree. That's not saying. Do you a whole ask lot. for a name? I, I, listen, I, and you're look, right. I'm reading here. Scott Brooks in this article, <laughs> coach of the Wizards, says, "quote." Jabari is as fast as anybody that I've seen at that position and at that size. Well, at what position? Like, no, he's not. Scott Brooks is lying. This is like when Rick Pitino tried to tell me Nick Calathis was the best passer he's ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) But I have, like, I want to go back to this race demographic. I want to go back to this, like, the parameters of this race. Is this going to be a Rocky Three style training on the beach? We're going to have the 80s short shorts or something along the lines of that. Is that what we're doing in terms of this foot race? I'm trying to, and I'm trying to put up somebody that is actually, like, you would legitimately be impressed if Jabari Parker beat, and I just can't think of anybody. Kimba's beating Jabari for sure. Is, is Nick Batum wouldn't be all that impressive because he's kind of older anyway. I, who, I, I don't know. I mean, Jeremy Lamb could be the Apollo Creed to Jabari Parker's Rocky Again, Mountain. I'm yeah. just saying, for his
his size. But now let's 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 just look at this. Jabari Parker is as big as most sofas, and I'm telling you, he's <laughs> faster than a sofa. I'm going to look up Jabari Parker's height and weight. So he's right now Jabari Parker. At least he's listed at 6'8", 245, 250. And they may be shortened him about 15, 20. Yeah, I mean Jabari Parker. Yeah, that's that's probably true. So maybe he's fast for his size, but man, I, I whether he's extremely fast or not. That does surprise me a little bit, that stat that you just gave us. With Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker, both being guys that I don't consider necessarily fast. Jabari you got Parker, something? more like Jabari Portley. <laughs> what about, oh, Jabari Porker? Is yeah, that Jabari better? Jabari Porker. Jabari Portley. Bobby Portley, Jabari Porker. We are not talking. Thank you. We are not talking bad about Bobby Portis. It was Apologize worth the joke. Apologize to Bobby Portis. If I get my jaw broken, I stand by it. It was worth the joke here. We, Number we're, four we're on the MVP ladder for Sekou Smith is Steph Curry. Golden State Warriors. Yeah, that's uh, we we all know who the top three are. I'm not going to spoil it in case the listeners might have different opinions on it, but we all know who the top three are. Nikola Jokic and Steph Curry, both interesting guesses there. We haven't even talked about Zion, by the way. Do we need to talk about Zion the no, next break? Really. Do we need to save him for the S- next break? Speaking of portly. <laughs> Zion, he looks bigger, man. Like watching him, the camera is supposed to add 10 pounds. He's growing. And I actually got to see him live for the first time yesterday. Yeah, thoughts? Um, one, he's, he's incredible. Um, I don't know if that's absolutely the, the biggest in-depth analysis that you ever came here for, but it's just true. The guy's amazing. He's bigger than he was when he was, uh, when he was pre-injury and he's, he's, he just looks bigger to me. So basically what you're telling me is he ended up doing like those jail workouts while he was again, just doing a whole bunch of push uh, push ups and chin ups and everything else like that. And while he was sitting, and he can still jump as high as anybody i mean going perfect from the field it's insane and even sprinkling in a three for everybody in there oh we didn't even come for the three pointers we came for the dunks and he still gave you one the other one that's crazy is you can see his brute strength inside where he goes up there was one play in particular he jumps up for an offensive rebound with a body on him trying to box him out zion doesn't move a muscle there's a body actively trying to get him out of the paint zion jumps up in the air grabs it with his left paw only one hand and puts it right back in, one hand tip in with somebody trying to box him out, and the guy doesn't move. There was yeah. another baseline dunk that somebody tried to foul him. It was there was some contact on the forearm. He just gets him out of the way and he does whatever he wants down low. Yes, exactly. He's Debo. That is Debo. And again, <laughs> you got any problem can... too, old man? Yeah, exactly. No. No. <laughs> I do not want you to dunk on me. He is Debo. Down in the lane. He's Debo. Who's Debo? Wait a no no we're not doing this I am not having to explain Friday to you no 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 we're number three t- on Seku Smith's MVP ladder is Paul George I figured that would be it that would have been my guess that would have been my guess well I as much as I love Paul George he hasn't had a good little stretch of games here as much as I love Paul George I'd put him over Harden. I'd put him over hard. I think you're crazy. We're coming to you from the Gittimer.com studios in Uptown Charlotte. If you're in sales and need help, visit Gittimer.com today to learn how they can help you do the one thing you want to do, and that's make more sales. We'll be back with more Zion talk, maybe some more ACC tournament and players that could be drafted, kind of look at maybe where the Charlotte Hornets would be picking, and continue to talk other things besides the NBA. It's Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked on Hornets, 
I'm a fantastic Googler. I'm bad at logging in. If they were to do sort of a scouting report of, of me and my ability to use the internet. Todd, 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 Todd. Yeah. I, Excellent Googler. Not a very good guy that's logging in. Very yeah. good at interrupting the host anytime he's trying to go on a rant. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. You know, a guy that was not very fast at all, even for his size, was former Charlotte Hornet and great for one season, Al Jefferson, who is in the news. And I'm not going to, man, try to tell me that he was fast. I love Al Jefferson. We got to be real here, Nada. We, I'm, I'm saying we can be real here, but we ain't gonna talk. We ain't gonna slander the God. I, I'm, I'm slandering his speed. I, I feel like that's okay. I still no. respect Al Jefferson. He's the last guy to ever be an All NBA member of the Charlotte uh, while as a Charlotte Hornet. He was the only Charlotte Bobcat as an All NBA performer, and I'm here to put a lot of respect on his name. I'm not gonna put any respect on his speed. I feel like that's fair. The reason that he's in the he's in the news right now is because he is a part of the Big Three tournament. So that's pretty cool. If you want to go see Al Jefferson play, Al Jefferson is a guy that's gonna be playing in the Big Three, just posting up all day long in a half court setting. Al Jefferson. More like Al Hefferson. Oh, that's a good one. That's tough, too. <laughs> Jefferson's a tough one because there was a part of me that was trying to think of something, and I couldn't think of anything on the fly. Al Jefferson is very good. Al Jefferson. How dare? <laughs> How dare you, guys, you two? Are you guys related? Like, why are you taking so much offense to this? I, no, I'm, we are not going to slander the low post god Jabari Parker. Charlotte. Jabari Parker beats Al Jefferson in a race. Really? I think you Jabari. You want to tell me the sky's blue next? I, I will, and it'll be fantastic analysis. Joe Johnson, also a part of the Big Three tournament. Um, Mario Chalmers is also going to enter Josh Smith. So yes. some interesting names, some names from your childhood, that players that you grew up watching now going to be entering the Big Three tournament. Yes. Now, that, now that Al Jefferson's there, I would love to see him reconnect with uh, another uh, Hornet great, Jeremy Lin. I mean, I feel like, you know, Lynn's still trying to hang on in the NBA. but Is he, just, like, hurt or something? Or? Well, no, he's playing for Toronto right now. He's coming off their bench, averaging about 20 minutes per game. So you just pulled that name from random, just well, saying they, no, he needs were, to be out of the out of the league right listen, now? Listen, I remember the two-man game that Lynn and Jefferson had as members of the Charlotte Hornets during that playoff run, and it just seems like that would be a cool tandem to see back in it. I remember the behind-the-back the behind pass that Lynn threw to Jefferson – Huh, it's beautiful. You guys so, remember that? So so the slander the slander is worse for Jeremy Lin than it is for Al Jefferson. But his stats have been awful for Toronto. Only eleven games, but they have not been good. There's life after the NBA now. I th- that's why I like You're, the you're big trying three. to put him in the nursing home of basketball yeah, players, exactly. is what yeah, it's you're a doing. Nice nursing home. He's thirty years old right now, and you're trying to put him in the nursing home They've for got basketball activities. Players. <laughs> They've got nice outdoor areas for them to roam. Yeah, is that you what you do? You are a horrible individual. You know that, Brian? <laughs> what? They, you are a horrible individual. Do, do old people roam at a nursing home? Do you put them out there and just let them, let them graze? Guess, they play shuffleboard? Yeah, they shuffle around. <laughs> I, I'm I'm surprised that you're trying to put Jeremy Lin in the nursing home at this point, but it, it has been bad for him since he went to Toronto. Just 15% shooting from three. Again, only 11 games. 36% from the field. Only eight points per game. That's not exactly working out like they thought it would be. Still some time, but still Jeremy Lin not exactly performing like he hoped he would. You know what? I'm a let. I'm not going to say anything bad because again, those is that Jer- okay? Jeremy Lin fans are known that to bother is true. people's mentions. Y'all want to bring that on yourselves? Have at it. 
I am too old for this. Number two on Seku Smith's NBA MVP ladder is James Harden. Agreed. Number you, one right. on Seku Smith's MVP NBA <laughs> ladder. Mm, letters are hard. It's all right. Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> You got Antetokounmpo right, but you Ooh. didn't get MVP and NBA all that right. That's impressive by you. Giannis. Giannis, that's probably the, I, I don't mind that order. As much as I like Paul George and I really thought there was so, a, a legitimate chance that he could win, it probably does go Giannis because he helps you out on the defensive end. James Harden because his offensive numbers are stupid. And Paul George is probably third. I have no problem with that top three. I'm more of a Paul George guy. I think defense does matter. If we're going to factor defense into this, then James Harden, while he's not been like the guy that was just an automatic bucket when you switch on when you switch on to you, he's not Paul George. And Paul George has put up some killer defensive numbers this year. I would sw- swap two and three. I still think it's Giannis in a runaway. Though. I saw a tweet and just a thread that Andy Bailey put out on Twitter, and a huge stats guy does terrific work for the NBA math, and uh, I forget what other outlet he's for. It might be Bleach Report, if I'm not mistaken, but he put out a, a tweet and then a thread of LeBron James, and this might end this year, might end his All-NBA first team consecutive oh, no, streak. No, and, and it looks like it because you're you're certainly Giannis is going to be all NBA first team. James Harden's going to be all NBA first team, although that'll probably be backcourt. So you look at some of the guy like Paul George is probably also going to be all NBA first team. LeBron James looking at second team right now. Kevin Durant certainly going to be there as well. Speaking of t- bringing this back to the Hornets, do we still think Kemba's going to get all NBA? Because remember, there's a lot of money tied to this. And I don't think there's any way anymore. There, there was a shot at the beginning of the season. I thought we we ran rampant with that, and then there he became like it. There, you're right. He he played like it, and then I thought we got to a point where you know what? There's a legitimate shot. Kimba actually might do this. He he might just play like a third team All NBA performer, and I think it's just it's just gone downhill since then because you look at efficiency wise, it's just gone down as the season has progressed. You've seen you you had a bad December, and I think December probably took him out of it. And I so think, I, I don't think he gets it. I don't think December took it out of it, took him out of it as much as just the overall season took him to like January having to carry him, carry them. February having to really carry them. This this month having to really carry them. I mean, the man scored 40 points, had 40 and 10 rebounds yeah. and wasn't really in shouting distance for a game. That matters at some point. So I think it's just like post December, I think it it's just it was done. Well, and I think you're right. I think looking at the teams of all of these players, it hurts them. And when you yeah. look at the Charlotte Hornets, they, nobody cares about them. The only nationally televised game that they're going to get, it's the last game of the season with Orlando and Charlotte. Which may or may not matter if the Hornets keep falling. And and Charlotte, like you said, the season has gone to shambles anyway at the end. There's still a shot, but right, it's not anywhere close to where you'd want to be in this position. And you, it probably hurts Kemba Walker's at least getting him getting attention and possibly getting that All-NBA selection for him. So there you go. We climbed a ladder today. We, we tried to make it work as much as we can. And you can stay tuned for the Charlotte Hornets and Washington Wizards game tonight. And we can recap that on Monday. Also, ACC tournament, a little bit more Zion love. We'll see how those guys play tonight in a game. North Carolina-Duke should be a lot of fun. So... 
We'll recap all that and the week. We'll recap the entire weekend on Monday. Thanks for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Hornets. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you get your podcast. Just search Locked On Hornets. Wait a minute, the, the Lakers want to trade LeBron James? Wait, what? <laughs> 